Hey, everybody, welcome back to Ignorant and Uninformed, America's favorite podcast. We're coming to you live from beautiful Keystone, Colorado, here in Consensual Studios at 545 Productions. And I am joined by our actual hosts, Mr. Max <laughs> Sarakistan Sarak. In fact. And I am Ben Hollywood Whitmore, last time I checked. And we, uh, we, there's no Jeff Watson, no Benji Pickens with us today, but we do have a very special uh, in-studio guest, Mr. Nick Hale. Nick, 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 how are you doing? I'm doing well, Ben. Thanks for inviting yes, me. Yes, we've had you on the show a couple times. Yeah, right? yeah a couple man. of times before. Excellent. Glad, glad to glad, be back. Glad to have you back. Yeah, likewise. Glad you could make it, Nick. Nick Hale's from the exotic land of Summit County, Colorado. And uh, is, is a fine is a fine dungeon master from from uh, <laughs> what I understand. A, As all mighty... my players are obligated to remind everyone at yes. every available opportunity. It's true, it's true. Yes, I, I'm hoping for a new broadsword next time I play. <laughs> so. Just keep buttering him up. No, keep it's it coming, true. please. Uh, yes, I... yes. Well, this is in fact your podcast, home listener, where we take your topics and turn them into our show. You are kind enough to give us those topics, and we are. Uh, benevolent enough to gift you <laughs> with uh, something back. And Max is going to tell you all about it. Yeah. Uh, T-shirts. That's what we've been given for topics. It looks like that's what we will continue to give for topics. So. I, with the, yeah. I'm kind of excited about the new pattern. I all, right, all right. All right. All right. Good. I'll make sure that happens. I don't want to surprise anybody. Today. I don't want to, you know, <laughs> I don't want to ruin it. Spoiler alert. Right. On radio. Yes. Yeah. yes. Optionally, you can also name somebody on Facebook and I will go insult them on Facebook. Perfect. That's a- <laughs> I You get your choice. You could either be <laughs> made fun of by Nick, which you you got the strong Facebook game, or get a T-shirt. It's true. Maybe it's both. Strong and I dabble. <laughs> I dabble. You, you and your, your humility. I know. Uh, right. Add us on the Twitters at the show and get your topic to us that way. You mm. can hit us up on the Facebooks and message the show, or you can email us topics at ignorantanduninformed.com. Uh, however it happens, make sure you put your name on it so you can get your free insults and or T-shirt. That sounds great. <laughs> I will do it when I get home. Will you? Well, we need a topic today. Nick's already chosen one for us. Yes, I found a nice light one for us today. Uh, Mackenzie wants to know, do you believe in God? If so, why or why not? Wow. Mackenzie? Mackenzie. Who's Mackenzie? Do you know Mackenzie? I don't know. Let me see the handwriting. I, I have a guess. It could have been... Uh... Someone whose last name is McKenzie? I believe so. I believe it is uh, Kevin. Uh, Kevin who McKenzie. Is, uh, yeah, a friend of Chef Mike's who came ah. and sat in on a Wednesday night game. I recall this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I believe that was him. This is interesting. I feel like we all have very different uh, – I feel like we're all going to have very different answers for this. I don't know. And I think I'm going to be the, the wild card here. It's going to be weird. <laughs> so was it – why – do you okay. believe in God? Why or why not? Uh, if – Yeah. Do you believe in God? If so, why or why not? What? <laughs> the hey, phrasing of hey, that question hey, is hey, wrong. Hey, but all right, let, let hey. the poignancy of the silence just sort of settle. And... <laughs> hey, Captain. Just think about think about that. Think about the phrasing of that last part. In the phrasing, I also noticed anymore. it, but I chose not to point it out because mm. it was rude. Oh. Well, <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the show. It's like pulling teeth to get people to submit topics. So if we could refrain from insulting uh, those kind souls who Why do, wouldn't no, they I submit topics well, when thanks, they could Kevin. get a free t-shirt? I it's don't true. know. Or a, or an insult to your enemies. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Like you could then choose somebody else. Like, no, yes. Then you name the person. Oh, whom yeah. Whom Nick will insult. Mm, fair enough. Uh, relentlessly, I believe, is probably the only word for it. That makes a lot more sense to me now. A withering insult. <laughs> 
I can promise that they will sigh and shake their head at their screen. (laughs) (laughs) Which is all we can ask for, really. Um, Yeah. Do you want to start or do you want to keep your wild card answer for later? I don't know. I I, I don't care. I'll I'll start. I'll start. Uh, Well, I think, okay, first of all, let me back up. Let's back up. Before we we get going, we're going to take a step back. I think maybe we should, uh, I'm going to share a little background information of like where I started a little from. bit about me and my background. No. For those of you who who might not know and want to know more about Hollywood Whitmore and how he got to be the immense star that he is now. Well, I was uh, I was raised. My family was very religious growing up. Very religious, like we like weirdly so, and uh, in the Christian faith. If anyone is curious, but if you you know. Like what? What is the differentiator between like weirdly religious and just oh, normally a lot. like like there's religious. there's the you know the the Easter crowd like we go to church on Easter, Easter and Christmas. Christmas Eve. That's the kind of Jew that I am, or was sure. raised. Yeah, sure, yeah, and and so that you go there's, to temple on Easter. And there's <laughs> like, and then there's like the, yeah, we go every the Sunday and we're all bored uh, as hell, but we go because we have to. And then there's like the people who like go to church on Sunday are excited about it, then have a youth group on Wednesday nights, and then have a Bible study at their house on Thursday nights. Okay, okay. And they spend like four or five nights a week at church. Okay. In church stuff, and that was my family. Okay. So I had a lot of church, and I it's, I'll, I'll get into this. All right, but. I feel like it gave it gave me something other than my parents to resent growing up. <laughs> a and direction for your rebellion. It was, eggs. I mean, I, honestly, an important social function that religion serves. That was the way that I that I viewed it when I was about seventeen, and I I was like, I would re- much rather sleep on a Sunday morning because I'm doing a lot of stuff, and my parents finally kind of caved and were like, okay, you don't have to go to church anymore. And, uh, and, and, and I was, it was just funny that this came up because I was at my parents' house on Sunday, uh, this past Sunday and they were like, oh yeah, we're getting up and going to church. And it was like, it was kind of just this unspoken, like, is he going, <laughs> is he going to come with us? Yeah. It's been, how long has it been? And then I hadn't thought about it. I was like, how long has it been since I've been to church, like on a regular basis? And I was like, wow, almost half my life now. Yeah. Like. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. It's kind of sad in a weird way, too. Interesting. But I will bring up a little bit later, I think well, belief in God and going to church are two very different things. I would of agree. Course. So now, Absolutely. before getting into your ultimate thoughts on the question, let's yeah. swing it around. Because, like, Nick, I don't know a lot about your past. Where sure. does this um, mystery wrapped in an enigma come from? <laughs> yes. <laughs> this master story, the origins of our master storyteller. Um, yeah. I mean, were you raised religious at all or – uh, off and on is how I would describe it. Okay. Uh, there's a uh, – so my uh, my immediate family, uh, my father, my mother, uh, my stepdad, were not religious people. Okay. Uh, they didn't go to church. They had a sort of, you know, young Gen X anarchistic attitude about religion and how sure. it's all bullshit, man. But uh, <laughs> my, my grandmother and grandfather, uh, with whom I was very close, uh, they were Presbyterians. Okay. Uh, who just – they, they they were very into religion, but they were nice people, and they let their religion inspire them to be nice people. So uh, I did get a little bit of a mix. Okay. Uh, 
You know, yeah. I also went through a phase when I was a teenager where I didn't care to go, uh, you know, chiefly because I, I had better things to do. Um, I had video games I could play on a Sunday morning. So I, I was too cool for church. Totally fair. Then I kind of fell back into it for a little while and oh, uh, all right. ultimately decided that it wasn't for me later when, in life. When you fell back into it, like circa how old were you when you fell back in? Uh, I was about uh, 18 or 19. Okay. So, you know, I, teens, I, early 20s. Yeah, yeah, I hit like, you know, 14 or 15 and then just didn't want to go out of simple contrarianism and then, you know, gave it another shot and then ultimately decided, no, this is not for me. Now, yeah. in the Southern Baptist Church, we wouldn't say you fell back in. We'd say you climb back up. Oh, is that true? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I had no idea. Um, Presbyterians would just tell you that they'll pray for you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Like I was always uh, raised Jewish, but definitely in the most reform sense of going to services on Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. Uh, and that's it. I mean, I went to Sunday school. I was bar mitzvah. had to go through Hebrew school, but it was far more a cultural thing. Mm-hmm. Than any sort of like spiritual solace. Um, that said, I like participated in some youth group stuff through most of high school. Um, At the, like the JCC or like through the through the temple. Yeah, no BBYO and uh, and Nelfty are two like organizations yeah. that are pretty big for. Uh, so, I, God, I have a lot of stories. <laughs> well, <laughs> just, you're gonna have to I'm, choose which ones I'm, you want. I'm to letting tell. you. I want to finish talking about wh- what is BBYO. Bring your own. Bottle, bring B-B-Y. your own bris. Just bring <laughs> B B B. You said at the B B something. B B Y O. What is that? The Benet Brith Youth Organization. Okay. Yeah. Is that like a that's a somebody's conglomerate name, of? It's an Jewish international. Youth yeah, it's a international organization that's just a big Jewish youth group. Um, and so like that's who I went to Israel with, and like I only know like jace jewish community center i, I mm-hmm. like, know, that, like those are things too activities through that yeah but there were several, several very interesting lectures i attended uh, at the local jcc in my day oh that's they also produced like ours. they also produced shows like they produced huh. I don't, like like children's theater like huh. annie and i remember a few of my friend a good friend of mine ashley teicher uh was was in the jcc community player group i guess oh huh. and it was it was i remember seeing her in something and I imagine the Orlando Jewish community is a bit larger than the uh, Canton, Ohio Jewish community. Oh man, I don't know. the The, the temple was pretty amazing. <laughs> Again, <laughs> I saw. I saw. I went through a bar mitzvah. Sure. Uh, ceremony at the temple, and it was. I, I, I don't know if that's like is it like ATM machine is bar mitzvah ceremony like is it oh, oh, is, um, is it just a, it's a bar mitzvah it's a bar mitzvah yeah insightful okay. question yeah yeah you're fine <laughs> it's not redundant in any you're way. fine okay you're fine well you know and uh, I celebrated a, f- a few Hanukkahs in my day which is fun okay. I've celebrated Hanukkah with you you have okay. I have a menorah that I love that I love to light. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So then it sounds like everyone, all of us in this room have come in from some sort of religious tradition mm-hmm. yes. that now informs our beliefs in some way, I imagine. Sure. So then let's give Mackenzie his due. Do you believe in God? Yes. Okay. 
Done. End of podcast. Stop. <laughs> We're right. Well, we actually, Nick and I both get to talk as well. Yes. No, no, no. That was what the people wanted to know. <laughs> Shit. No, Shit. No riffing this episode. We're just knocking out as many of these questions <laughs> as we can. Next. No, you get one cannot, sentence. We cannot afford to do that. The teacher <laughs> gadget is not that flush. Yes, one sir. topic per <laughs> podcast. Where it goes from there is anyone's guess. Absolutely. Uh, Nick, what are your thoughts on the guy? We'll come back around, I'm sure. Absolutely. Sure. Okay. My general thought, it's, it's, I don't know if there is a God or if there isn't. I f- try to live my life assuming that there isn't. Okay. I like it. The, uh, yeah, I mean, I think that's one of those, that's the tough part of that question, right? Is mm-hmm. that like, we'll never ultimately know. Um, I think that. I I do not believe in any sort of mythic conception of God. Like, mm-hmm. there is no, like, Zeus on a cloud with a white beard, like, watching all of my actions and, like, keeping tabs. But I do believe in some sort of consciousness, the force, some sort of energy that seems to animate us and matter and uh, the universe. Mm-hmm. Ben. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll just sort of back up. So uh, again, and so I was thinking about like all of my religious upbringing, and I think I've talked about this. There was a while where I was only in youth group to try to like get with this one girl that of I really course. liked. This was probably two or three years of my life. Just poor, sad, chubby Ben, just like <laughs> pining over this girl who was probably way out of my league. Nah. Never, nothing ever really happened with with her at all. But, uh, you know, that so that was a big part of my decision. But backing up even further, there, so I was in, like, the 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 Boy Scouts of of church. There, There is a group called Awana. I don't know if you guys have ever heard about this. Awana. Awana. A-W-A-N-A. Is it an acronym? It, I think it is, but I can't for okay. the life of me remember what it is. <laughs> it's like, did you steal uh, some native <laughs> language? Like, No, it's 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 kind of got some, like, Native American influence. Very much like in the same way that the Boy Scouts has some Native American mm. influence. But not, not really. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and, like, they, they also use, like, Rudyard Kipling's The Jungle Book for most of Cub Scouts. That's entirely what that's based on, which is really weird. Like, you're, you're, bo- you're the chief of your group. Like, your scout leader is called Aquila. Like the the name of the wolf mother, father character in the books, huh. and uh, and then you start out as a you're a you're a tiger cub, um, and then you're a bear cub, and Baloo the bear is like your your guide through that year, and there's then you become a there's like there's not really any Bagheera because I think that's what tiger cubs became, mm. but mm-hmm. anyway, but like. There's that no, all sounds vague,ly familiar. Very weird. The so it comes, and then you, and then you go, yeah. and then you go across this. No you go idea. across the bridge of light or something. The arrow of light ceremony is what it's called. Yeah. And then you get and, your little, and then you get an arrow thing. Yeah. And then then you go into the Boy Scouts. And oh. Then you become a Weeblo. Okay. Then you become a Boy Scout. Anyway, uh, but yeah, there's a lot of like mixed influences, uh, cultural influences that the Boy Scouts use. But this Awana group very much. Was like steeped in Native American ideals, which is very weird for a Christian organization. But you got like points for memorizing Bible verses and you learned these little songs. You wore a little vest. You had a troop number. So you were a spark. 
hmm. at the beginning. That was like the 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 mixed gender uh, boys and girls were in this group, and it was the weirdest thing. And you would just, but it's how I and I still to this day like have memorized many like famous Bible verses because Go. of that clamp. Uh, 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 well, there's John three sixteen. for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son and whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. What did that have to do Romans with Stone Cold Steve Austin? Wasn't uh, he all about the John three sixteen? No, he was Austin three sixteen. There's, oh. that's like a, a weird meta narrative. There's like this one guy who's famous for showing up in group shots at various big events like, you know, games and like rallies and stuff, just hold it in like a rainbow wig holding up a sign that says John 316. Shut the fuck up. No, it, it was yeah. it was like a running joke. He he had a cameo on The Simpsons. It was a whole thing. And I think that's the sort of jumping point from which the Austin 316 happened. Huh. Okay, cool. Uh, that is completely spurious. But I know that that guy was a thing with the rainbow yeah. wig and the sign. Get the fuck out. Okay. Yeah. Philippians okay. 4.13 is let your light shine before men that they may see your good deeds and mm-hmm. praise your Father in heaven. Okay. Romans 3.23 is for all have sinned and fallen short of the God, of the glory of God. God damn uh, Good for you. Those are really like the main ones that are No, you did great, man. Right now, like uh, you – I That's more than I would have gotten through. Yeah. I called your bluff and you so don't listen, shut man, me down. Was like, that was my background was like, yeah. like memorized. I, I had a – I had a – there was a Proverbs one that I liked. That's all right. I don't remember what it was. That's all right. So then it was good. The so do you believe in like the personification of a deity <sighs> these days? Yes, I, I I certainly believe that there is some kind of higher power orchestrating things. Okay, to a certain extent, I don't. I. I I want to believe in free will, so I that and not predestination. I mean, it is a comforting every, thing to believe in. Every choice I make has already been plotted out. I feel like it would just be a omniscient beings, like that that they would just be able to at any given moment because they can see all they can see all paths. So that that's what makes you omniscient, right? You don't know what decision I'm necessarily going to make, but any decision I make, you know the end result. Okay, right? That's that's my view of like omniscience. Interesting. God can. You know, it's never really struck me as paradoxical uh, that it's omniscience versus free will has never been a thing that really struck me as a paradox. People seem to think it is in Mm -hmm. philosophy 102 classes. Right. Uh, I mean, you know, just because somebody can predict what decision you will make doesn't mean that you didn't get to make a decision. Mm -hmm. So. Right. Fair enough. Fair enough. That's interesting. Yeah, that makes a good that makes a good point. It's uh... um but uh, generally speaking, I I I guess I I kind of I, I do kind of follow the Judeo-Christian concept of of God mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. uh but in in my my real problem is with like religious people and not necessarily religion. And uh I I think I kind of hold to those beliefs that I was brought up in, in that, like, as far as, like, the concept of God and that, that you know, that that we should strive to be good people and follow the tenets of, you know, like, do unto others as you would have them do unto you, the golden rule. And uh, which are words attributed to Jesus. So do I believe in Jesus? I guess sort of the idea. Certainly. Yeah. 
historic. And this is, I was thinking about this. This is funny. I was actually thinking about this today. Well, there you go. Like, like, I was like, does, does, like, I was thinking about the idea of faith, right? And, and that, that so many people misconstrue the idea of faith. That what, so when you, I, you have faith in things that can't be proven. That's what faith is, right? You take things on faith. You take them because you want to believe them. You should believe whatever you, you, you believe these things on faith without any proof. Right. But that doesn't take away from the things that you, one can prove like science and, and human knowledge and, and the, oh. the curiosity we all have, you know, but so many people I feel as one of the reasons I kind of left the church was like people like, and Joel brought this up when he was on a podcast a few weeks ago or a month ago, but like you, the the certainty of your faith does not give you a free pass to not want to know things. You know what I mean? Like in the sense that like like well, the good Lord made you know marriage and whatever to be whatever he made the he might have made the dinosaurs and he killed them. To but, me, you know, it's like but why? But now suddenly this like carte blanche like acceptance of of anything. Well, I see the connection to, like, the point Nick brought up about philosophy, right? Yeah. Like, they're not mutually exclusive. Like, no, one not. does not preclude the other. Like, you can have faith and you can still learn facts. Like, you can mm-hmm. believe in science and you can believe in religion or whatever, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you don't necessarily believe – I mean, you can you can believe in things because they are proven to be true and you can believe in things because you have faith in them. You know uh-huh. what I mean? And th- those two things – are not mutually exclusive. No. And and that's that's yeah. Well, that's like one it's very thing, interesting that this topic came up. Today. Like mm-hmm. Nick, when you were talking about like your upbringing and your grandparents and like you threw in the line that they were religious but good people. Like they used it. Well, yes, uh it's to make them better essentially. Yeah, I I and I don't mean to imply that uh I've I you know, being involved in religion does not in you know, it, it isn't correlated with being a good person. No. Uh, but the uh, the the important thing that uh, that struck me uh, about their faith was that it was a a wellspring of goodwill toward humanity and uh, kindness to other people. So their religion was a very positive example for me. So I, I didn't go around with terrible ideas about religion outside of my angsty teen phases. Right. No. And I think that I mean because like Ben said something similar too about how like so not all I think that's that's like the the optimal result of being a faithful religious person, right? Mm-hmm. Is that like that is your springboard to doing good in the world. Mm-hmm. But I think there's a whole sect of people who, you know, instead of using that springboard, like they, you know, instead of opening up to give, they use that religion as an excuse to close down and divide. It, sure. Religion can be a sheepskin, mm-hmm. right? Like, it can it can hide a wolf. The, the money lenders and, in the church, to yeah. use a biblical example. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it's it, it does seem like there are some people in the world, uh, not any of our listeners, of course, they're all very fine people, sure. uh, but that sort of view they're going to church on Sunday as the sort of morality tax they pay that lets them do whatever else they want in the world the rest of the week. And that's, that's certainly the Catholic view. I, I've always had a, a problem with that ontologically. Yeah. Yeah, no, I guess I, I would say, and that was that was kind of what took me away from church, was was that kind of what I, what I saw, and and you know, 
is, is very different than what I would say, like, now as an adult, I would want from a church. Mm-hmm. I Like, I viewed it very much as, like, it, why are we all going to this place and pretending to be better people than we are for, like, two hours out of the day? Like, we're all human. We all have problems. We, you know, and it's like, and that was kind of the attitude it was like, okay, let's go and like everyone smile and put on your nice clothes. And that was the attitude that was very pervasive in people that I saw. And they're like, oh, how are you? Oh, we're doing great. So wonderful to see you. God bless you. He is risen. He is risen indeed. You know, like <laughs> performative religion. Like, yeah. And you just, yeah. you're, and it's, it just seemed like there were a lot of people putting on this veneer of like, we're at church because we're good people and everything's okay. But I was like, church, this should be the exact opposite so of that. Do you think that so it was like going to church, the original Facebook, right? Like painting, <laughs> painting those profile pictures. Well, of like, ooh, look how there was look a how lot good my of life is. social capital exchanging going on there. Okay, certainly. Okay, yeah. there's a lot of like, like this is my perfect family, and our kids are in the youth group, and you know, like. Although I will say the church was – this church in Florida that we went to, Celebration Church Lake Mary, the ones that did the cover of uh, of uh, Celebrate Good Times, come on. It was Celebrate the Lord, come on. Da, na, 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 yeah. Da, da, da. There must be some sort oh, of like just studio that produces Christian parodies of it's things. It's got to be, uh, right? There's a party going <laughs> on And you know right it's lucrative. Here. Yeah. I'm sure they they went double mer man <laughs> double double yes. mer, yes. but it was it was my first introduction to um uh sound equipment and and like running oh. sound in a live venue at the church and that was how I learned the beginnings of like what is now of my career. Mm-hmm. But a coincidence, I too have been the only person in a church who could figure out how the PowerPoint works. <laughs> <laughs> like do the lyrics. Okay, they're on the next verse. Oh, oh they're doing another one. Go back. Go back. Go back. Shoot, shoot, shoot. I mean, it's like went through the second chorus. You know, <laughs> like, so we're... live performance. You know, it's, it's a set. It's just churches are a huge like money maker for. Yes. Oh, and there's history behind that, too. No, it's crazy. (laughs) Theater itself was an invention of religious, uh, religious ceremony. Mm -hmm. It was, you know, that's stepping out of the chorus and becoming Odysseus as opposed to uh, reading the uh, the Iliad uh, out loud. It was uh, with 20 people just reciting it. Yeah, exactly. Which was, you know, a a religious and social exercise at the time. And that's been a a sort of cycle throughout history. It's that religion will get sick of theater's crap and throw it out. And then when they need to put butts back in pews, they bring it back. (laughs) That happened in Restoration Era Europe. Uh, It's uh, happened in, uh, I I think, even certain Asian countries. Uh, Citation needed, I know, but... You're good, man. No, it's ignorant no, 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 informed, yeah, yeah. man. No. We oh, don't, right. We I, I forgot. We don't apologize for our incomplete knowledge. You have yes. complete freedom to make any claims you believe are facts. It's so true. And if anyone believes you, that's on them. Yeah. Because they should know better. It requires faith. I should have read the pamphlet more carefully. You're all right. <laughs> You're all right. I think so I think it's difficult. Like, look, we're all adults here. We're all yeah. in our thirties, I believe. Nick, you just turned thirty, right? Uh thirty one. Thirty one. There you go. Booyah. Like so it's hard. It's a lot easier to talk about your values than it is to live your values. Absolutely. And so to go show up someplace to feel good about yourself and talk about how good you are, I mean, that's way easier yeah. than putting the work in the other, you know, six days a week to be that person. Now, so now, granted, I think there are many people who have a real experience at the church. Like that, they, they go there, they, they get personal fulfillment, they, they get okay. – the you know they 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 always talk people in the Baptist church they always talk about getting getting fed on the word 
get fed, yeah, they get on, the fed on the word. God damn, dude. I love me some Baptist sayings now. Some Baptist churches, like, they great. know oh, it's pretty good. You know, like, Southern people in general have some pretty good True aphorisms. Enough. True enough. You know, quit beating the devil around the stump and get a wiggle on. You know, just like. I, that's new, too. That but means, awesome. That means stop wasting time. Yeah, no, it took I, a few yeah. seconds to parse. Yeah, yeah, I like that. It's like yeah. a little puzzle with every. Yeah. <laughs> like a little. <laughs> Just a just a little little nugget of, of wisdom yeah. thrown in there with some style, you know the uh, the whole idea of uh, the separation of you know who we are for those two hours and who we are the rest of the week. That's kind of one of the reason I have the outlook I do. Mm. I I I approach life with the the thought that well I could be wrong. I've been wrong about lots of things, but I think there's probably no God. If you go into life with that mentality, I think in some cases it can help you view justice and doing the right thing as your responsibility. Not because hmm. uh, you'll you know get bad looks at church, but because holy crap, there's never going to be any justice in this universe unless we create it. Yeah, I like it. And that's been the sort of attitude that has kind of flowered within me and kept me going. Uh, it's, uh, you know, in, in my personal, uh, sort of religious journey as yeah. it were. I think that's really that's awesome thing. to hear because I feel like the narrative for most people, cause that's the question, right? Like, oh, if you don't believe in God, then how do you know the difference between right and wrong? Like, where is your moral compass? So I think it's good that like you can put a narrative out there that's like, no, I don't. And I still have one and right. I choose to go- do good because it's. Well, you know, there's people that say, you know, well, if you don't believe in God, what stopped you from murdering and raping people? And it's like, I already murder and rape exactly as much as I want, which is none. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I want to be a good person, not because I'm trying to please anybody, but because that makes me feel like that makes me feel good to, yeah. to, to be a good person and to try to help other people. There's enough random, horrible crap in the world that happens that I, I think yes. that if we all sort of viewed it as our responsibility to just try and be kinder to people, that we do a lot to uh, to make the world look more like what we imagine heaven to be. Yeah, I think that's well said. I would also tag on there, like, kinder to people, including ourselves. Because I think it's pretty easy to be shitty to ourselves. Oh, it's incredibly easy to be shitty to right? ourselves. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I think that's a great thing. And I think that... Like I said, I think it's good that it comes from a place of and not for, believing. And, you know, and here's where I want to hedge my bets a little because, you know, there, there's a little bit of the – I've seen some of the douchebaggy atheists on the internet make the same sort of point. But that's not to say that people who are inspired to be better people through their faith, uh, that's not to say that's not legitimate. In fact, I'm very positive on religion as a socio uh, – as a social construct. I'm very happy it exists. Uh, that people have this sort of voluntary code of conduct, and maybe that's lost on some people. But you know, on my less cynical days, I think just as many people come out better as humans, uh, better at being kind, loving humans because they've had uh, positive religious experiences. Yeah, for sure, that's fair. For sure. Well, I feel like we could talk about this for another half hour, but we're out of time. So, curse or thank God in any way you see fit. <laughs> At this point, because 
That's going to do it for this week's Epidose. Thanks so much for joining us and subscribing. Uh, man, this was a, this was a deep one. I feel like I've got to breathe after yeah. that. Ooh. Thanks, Mackenzie. That was good. Ooh. Yeah, thanks, Mackenzie. Well, we've been your hosts, Mr. Max Sarakistan Sarak. I'm a pantheist who believes in a personal relationship with the divine. Yeah, we didn't really talk about that, but I, I, I agree okay. with that completely. And I am Ben Hollywood Whitmore. Special thanks to our in-studio guest, Mr. Nick Hale. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks be for here. being here. We're going to be back next week with a brand new Epidose, all up in your grill. Make sure you like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash ignorant and uninformed. Twank us on the Twitter. Follow our Twitter feed, at ig and un. You can also uh, download all the podcasts at ignorantanduninformed.com. You can send your topics to topics at ignorantanduninformed.com. We're going to be back next week with a brand new episode of Hot Ass Freshness. All up in your grill. Peace off.